It's the Sports Shop with Reese and K-Mac. Got my main man, A-Town, behind the glass. What up, A? Doing well. And this poll question better change. <laughs> How we doing on this poll question? So the poll question presented by Oak Grove Tech. By the way, I'm getting a lot of flack about this poll, too. Really? Well, yeah. Well, mm. my take on it. Mm. Should UNC fire Mac Brown, yes or no? And 55% say no. <sighs> I'm sorry, people. <laughs> if you ain't screaming from the mountaintops, it's time to move on. That's right. Maybe you're just happy being, you know, where you are, just in the middle of the road. It is what it is. So, mm-hmm. you know, we'll take it. We're rocking out this morning, as always. But um, speaking of um, <clears throat> getting a little chilly. <laughs> <laughs> Your playoff words. Let's <laughs> go. <just laughs> The weather in Durham may be a little chilly here pretty yeah, soon. Yeah, it's a little colder than it is in the studio. <laughs> Matter of fact, <laughs> it is chilly. Uh, shout out to North Carolina Central Eagles. Uh, head coach Trey Oliver. Mm-hmm. It's a little chilly for them this weekend. Yes. You know, the spiders put a chill on that. Woo. We'll talk about that another time, though. But uh, and then the Duke University Blue Devils. <sighs> Looks like they're taking a blow yes. to the program, football program. And as rumored, head coach Mike Elko, who has probably been one of the hottest names tossed around all season long about mm-hmm. the next. How disrespectful is that, though? When they were playing, they were still winning. This Riley Leonard was still, you know, he was still healthy. Whatever. Right. And people were already talking about, ooh, where's he going to coach at next? Damn, bro, I'm, I'm working <laughs> right now. Like, how disrespectful is I mean, that is so, that is hard. That's That's horrible. That's horrible. That is. That that is it's disrespectful to Duke because, you know, once, you know, after last season, you know, him coming in and taking them to a bowl, then it's like, oh, well, he needs to be at yeah, he needs you to be know, over here. Yeah, you'll a be different wasting school, your time. a better you'll, school, right. You'll be wasting your time <laughs> with him to the SEC or somewhere. You know, like so it's disrespectful to Duke. Like, what are you doing with him? <laughs> Why you wanna be him? Why you wanna be with him? You look too pretty to be with him. <laughs> <laughs> How he get you? <laughs> You look too pretty. You too look. You too pretty, too smart to be with him. He's that's like, what they did. What's wrong with me? That's what they did. That's what they did to Duke. Yeah, see, that's a great example. <laughs> that's what they did to Duke. Mike Elko. They said, and everybody's, oh, he's never gonna leave. You know, he's law. And somebody goes, the right person just hadn't asked yet. And pretty soon, somebody comes by and asks, why you want to be with him? You can be with me. I can make you. You know. I, I give you all the things in the world that you desire. Right, right. I mean, you know, it depends. You got to. And then they go. He's showcasing your value. <laughs> then they go. By all things, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how much money you you gonna pay? What? <laughs> so coach Coach Mike Elko has seems to have succumbed to the pressure. Mm-hmm. And the rumor is um, that he met with Texas A and M after the firing of Jimbo Fisher. Mm-hmm. And Texas A and M is in the process of making a, a significant offer. And I guess they're working through the details. Your agent talked to my, your people talked to my people. That's right. And we'll work our people out. Coach Mike Elko, I'm sure what they get the numbers right, will be departing Duke University yeah. football. And when you look at his resume, I mean, it's job well done. ACC's lost a good one here. Mm-hmm. Job well done. Yeah, AC, you know, he worked his way out of a job into another one. That, that, and that's how you want, that's what you want to do. That, that's a Frank Wright That's move. what you want to do. You know what I mean? He went the other way. Yeah, when he came to Duke, had Duke had gone like ten for twenty five, including that last 
year before he got here, 2021, where they were one and 17 stretch in the ACC. Yeah. Compared to now, bowl game mm. last year, bowl game eligible this year. Mm. Well, a lot of that too, was, you know, Coach Cutcliffe on on his way out, kind of, mm-hmm. you know, the staff left, and you know, most of the staff. You know, was gone other places coordinators were leaving so yeah and it couldn't have kind of come at a better time you think about it because you know we talked to a lot of them he has several like a lot of seniors yeah and mm. so it, he would be in the rebuilding game yeah so which what, I, which what a sure great time to be like oh okay yeah which i'm sure he could do but it's a tough gig though um texas a&m i mean i get it they threw a lot of money around as, but the expectations are uh, very high for that mm-hmm. kind of money. I mean, when I say that kind of money, you got to be able to shake up the world over there. You got to come in and you, like, first of all, you're recruiting in Texas. Right. You're recruiting against the world in Texas because everybody comes to Texas to get talent from Texas. Mm-hmm. So you're recruiting against the world. And he's got to build one heck of a staff to be able to, sustain the onslaught of expectations that's coming going over to Texas A&M. Right. But don't you think it helps that he has been a part of that program? <sighs> yes and no. Mm-hmm. Okay, talk uh, to me. Yes, meaning he knows how to navigate some of the waters. And what I'm talking about now, I'm not talking about the on-field stuff. On-field mm-hmm. stuff, I have no doubt Coach Elko can coach with the best of them. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's, right. not the, that's not the issue. I'm talking about all the stuff surrounding getting you to the next level on the field. And that, by that I mean talent, you know what I mean. So in that game that he's talking about playing in now, in that in those waters, it's not it's not just about X's and O's on the field. It's about you know assimilating a staff, coaches, other coaches, other coordinators, and then being able to recruit with the best of the best. That's right. In living rooms, you know, across the southeast, and that's and you got to make your bones about it. That's the difference. That is the true difference, mm-hmm. what I'm talking about right there. Building the program, doing it right on the field, all that. He's got that. He, he's got that. He's 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 a threat just because of that. Now he's got to build the other pieces of it that's going to keep you in the middle of the pack or above in that conference. And that's the facts. And that's where Jimbo Fisher fell apart. Mm-hmm. Right. Just I mean, it is what it is. That, that's where it fell apart for him. So we'll see. We'll see. I hate the little coach Elko. Yeah, he's a friend to the show. Friend of the show. And, uh, funny guy. Funny guy. He's always been <laughs> straightforward. Him. He lets give me a hard time when he comes <laughs> in, and um, it may be a tough one losing him. So, so we'll see. Good luck, bad luck Monday, and we have so many things we want to talk about. But I did promise you guys we were going to talk about our Wolfpack. <clears throat> That's all right. Let's go, Pack. <laughs> yes, great job. As I predicted, um. Last week, mm-hmm. the Wolfpack would probably just be tougher and meaner and just downright nastier than Carolina. And that's, to me, from what I've seen, that's what it looked like. They just beat up on the Tar Heels. Smoked us. They just came, I'm serious, they just they just beat up on the Tar Heels. Yeah. Offensively, eh, they looked okay, but you're playing Carolina's defense, so yeah. Right. Do you yeah. know Carolina's defense, just a fun fact that I remember reading about, uh, was on the field for over 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> mm. So the offense kept going in, going out, going in, going out. You know, you know what it is? The defense was on the field for 40 but, minutes which total. Is, which is worse because they're already suspect. And then 
you have a def- an offense that the best they can do is three and outs because they were getting absolutely pummeled mm-hmm. by the uh, NC State defense. That tells you all you really need to know. Well, let's talk to my man guy, D2, Dave Doran. <laughs> D2. <laughs> D2, Dave Doran, as he talks uh, about the importance of beating, beating uh, uh, UNC. You know, when I first got to the school, my opening press conferences, I was leaving, people were shaking my hand, doing that thing, and half of them just said, Coach, just beat UNC. It's like, really? And as time went on, I got a feel for why. And there's just a difference in the fan bases, and I'm not going to get ugly, but our fan base is my kind of people. Let's just put it that way, and I'm out here to defend them and fight for them, and that's what this is all about. This is a game between two schools that don't like each other. I get How you hold the cigar? I'm children. not doing it right. <laughs> That's my guy right there. They doing D two coming at you. He said, "He said, look, it's different kind of people. I'm not gonna get into it. They're just different kind of people. And I'm, my fan base is my kind of people. That's what he said. That's what the man said. I ain't say that. That's I ain't what he said. I ain't say nothing about that fickle fan base over there in Carolina in Chapel Hill. I ain't say nothing about them. I ain't they say nothing about not his people. They're just not my people. That ain't mine either. But it's just a bit. It is what it is. Wine and cheese over there." Cheese and crackers, whatever y'all want to call them. And it's funny how um, the ACC uh, commentator, how they just waited for him. They were like, you know, he said he would come after he celebrates with his team. And he was in, he was just, they were showing his celebration. And so, so. he's feeling pretty good right now. I don't en- I don't envision anything over there at Carolina lighting a cigar and partying <laughs> with the fellas after they win a game. Whether that be on the hard court, whether that be on the gridiron, I just don't envision that. So, he ain't, they ain't my kind of people. They ain't my kind of people. But they look That's like, what you said. Hold on. Look like Wolfpack may be my kind of people. No, really? That's what it looks like. Well, they not really, but but it just, I mean, it just feels like I get I can get along with them. I can get along with Wolfpack. I'm just saying. It is what it is. They won the rivalry. But let's once hear from Dave Doran as he talks uh, uh also he, uh, his post game uh, conference. Chancellor Woodson, we're gonna have some damn fun tonight in Hollywood. I'll tell you that. <laughs> 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 it is so funny. Let me tell you, Dave Dorn is the most unbothered person until exactly. it until it comes to beating the brakes off of UNC. What it, what is it about y'all? It's a thing? rivalry. What you mean? This is Dave Dorn we're talking about. Dave Dorn has been salty. Ever since Steve Smith talked trash to him. But now they're friends. After he told them off, told them what to kiss, now they're good friends. Oh, they're good, man. They're, they're, man yeah, they're that, that good. Is. That's what he yeah. said He said the other night. Yeah, Steve, see, Steve Smith's another kind of guy. Mm-hmm. If you just lay there and take it, he ain't got no respect for you. But if you stand up for yourself, he got you. Right, you're right. Like, you know what? All right, you're right, Coach. You're like, hey, show, shut me up. <laughs> you know what I mean? And shut me up. Doing. So he shut you up. It is what it is. Uh, Pey- Peyton Wilson um, talks about the key to the five-game <laughs> winning streak for for the Wolfpack. That's why you're wearing red today, because, you know, you're Wolfpacking. <sighs> it's burgundy. Yeah, I think it's just everybody kind of buying in, and I think a big part of that is, you know, um, Brendan coming back and playing the way he did. You know, you have a quarterback that runs like that, throws like that. I mean, he's out there with damn near a broken rib, you know, playing ball 60 minutes against our rival, putting up, I don't know, 39, 40 points tonight. I mean, you know, shout out Brennan Armstrong and just the toughness and the maturity and the physical aspect that he brings to this team. I mean, I think that's one of the main reasons that we grew as a team, that we got tougher, and the reason that we play the way we do. 
Mm, I love it. Let's hear from Brandon Armstrong because he um, talks about being successful in the red zone. Mm, I think it's just momentum. You know, <clears throat> I think our mindset going in was to hit him in the mouth quick and early. Ooh. And we did that. Ooh. And uh, we kind of knew. Hit him in the mouth. With my experience playing him, I knew if we just kept hitting him in the mouth, hitting him in the mouth, we are going to get points on the board. Like I said, there were some drives in the end zone. We'd like to get six and, you know, seven points there. Um, really, you know, pull that game away. But uh, overall, we got points every time we were down there. I thought we moved the ball well. Uh, once the third and fourth quarter was going, we were trying to, you know, still be smart, you know, uh, take care of the ball and uh, get that clock milked out. We knew our defense was going to come up big, and they did with the two turnovers at the end. Um, so, yeah, I think overall it's just momentum that the four weeks that we've had carrying into this last one, and then it's rivalry week. So that that enough should get the guys fired up. There it is. There it is. I'm gonna sum this game up from Saturday from the, between UNC and uh, NC State with this one statement. They wanted it more than you do, more than you did. Oh, I agree. That's what it felt like. No, that's what it was. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, it, 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 that's it, what it, it felt it, like. It felt like that. It looked like that, and it was that. Mm-hmm. They wanted it more than you. I predicted that going into the game. They wanted to hit you in the mouth. They and wanted they to did. punish you. And they wanted to touch you many times as they could. And they want to show you that we were tougher than you and we're better than you. And you let them do it. You just quit. We did. I'm disappointed. Very disappointed. Relive the best moments of the sports shop on the Best of Sports Shop podcast on WRALsportsfan.com or wherever you get your podcasts.